<laughs> puff, puff, pounce. Did you know that there's such a thing as... <laughs> Say it again. Puff, puff, pounce. Nice. Did you know that there's such a thing as cat mint? Explain. <laughs> Meet Tom and Alley Cat. They're cats. Like literal cats. They're also best friends. Who cares about that motherfucker when you've got the adventures of Tom and Alley Cat who will do everything in their power to protect their sweet cat lady from heartbreak again. Even if it means going on the land. Hold on to your ear holes, pussycats. The podcasters are up to something. What's up, pussies? I'm Tom Cat. And I'm Alley Cat. And... You're listening to Adventures of Tom and Allie Podcasters. This is a podcast by cats. For cats. And sometimes dogs, if they're lucky, because deep down, we love, love, love those little bitches. Like, we love them. I mean, not that, you know. We surely do. We surely do. But there's one more than anyone. That we love the absolute most. And her name is Maggie. Maggie. Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. Maggie. Hi, friends. Hi, Maggie. Hello. How are you? Maggie is the goodest girl. I am the goodest girl. That is how I am. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty awesome. I'm feeling real good because guess what? What? We have a cat call today. Huzzah. <gasps> because Ooh. the only acceptable, the only acceptable, cat, cat, only call? acceptable cat call is, is one the one you made to the podcasters. The pod- podcasters. The podcasters. <laughs> That's staying in They'll start it off strong. <laughs> and then as Peter. Not Dell, on my end, it didn't. <laughs> uh, yes. Ooh, am I right, ladies? <laughs> As a so, great poet once said, I know that's right. So anyway, this this call is from a fellow void. A, I'm sorry, what now? A void. A black cat. I'm a void. <gasps> oh. I'm avoiding... <clears throat> Shit that I don't like, like getting my claws trimmed. Such a rebel. Anyway, as I was saying, we have a call from the lovely Morgan who has requested our help. Shall we give it a listen? Absolutely. Of course. Awesome. Let me get this pulled up with my paws because I don't have opposable thumbs. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. Hello. My name is Morrigan, and I'm a black cat from Connecticut, and I'm calling because I'm upset with my family. One of my moms always grows fresh catnip for me in our garden, and she's got some going this year, but it's in a cage. Can you believe that? There's beautiful, healthy catnip there. I can smell it, and it smells so good, but I can't get to it. I can't roll in it. I can't eat it because it's in a cage. Why would somebody do something like that? I have to say, it makes me worry what else they might decide to put in a cage. What if they put my food in a cage? I wouldn't be able to get to it and eat it. Or even worse, what if they put me in a cage? 
I'm beautiful and healthy, and I like to roam all over the place, too. And if they put me in a cage, well, heck, the next thing I know, they might be taking me to the vet, and we all know about that. Anyway, my other mom says I shouldn't worry about it because the catnip plant will grow, and when it's big enough, it'll poke out of the sides of the cage, and I can eat that. But I don't know how long that will take, and I don't want to wait. It's like they make me wait every night for my dinner until it's, what they say, six o'clock. And I'm always afraid they'll forget and I won't have any dinner ever. That's what it always feels like, like they never feed me. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. Anyway, what I want to know is, how do I tell my moms that I don't like cat my catnip living in a cage? And what do you think they'll do about it if I tell them? Like, I almost forgot. One of my moms gave me some from last year and said, don't you remember when I picked the whole big plant and explained to you what was going to happen? She said, remember, I dried it out on the back table in the porch and you got all in the middle of it and got very stoned. And then when I picked up all the dried leaves, I put it away. And every now and then I give you some just like I'm doing now. And then there was catnip. I gave it a big sniff, and I ate a little of it, and I rolled in a little of it, and now I feel just fine. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I asking you about? Did I have some kind of problem? <laughs> okay, Morgan. Morgan. Uh, I, I keep wanting to make sure I pronounce it correctly. Wow. I feel like we have a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know why her name is Morgan because she's, she wants some more again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> I mean, when you know what you want and you want to go for it, like that, that's something to be applauded, I think. But yeah, I've got concerns. I was just going to say, this is like the cat I aspire to be. Just like super chill, super chill all the time. You know what I mean? Like goals. I do wish you would be more chill sometimes. I mean, like you're my bestie and I love you, but sometimes you're a little high strung and I wish I could get you more catnip. Just because I want to help you chill out. Same, bro. Did did y'all hear that? Fucking Charles. Fuck, Fuck off, off Charles. Charles. Such an asshole. <laughs> okay, so um I I I, ooh, I, I Morgan sounds a little bit like she might be in some trouble. Like, like this catnip must be of an ultra fine variety. Because when she's finishing up her story to us, she's talking about her mom, like, Remember, I tried it out and gave it to you and blah, blah, blah. And and then I took a big sniff and now, but like, I mean, catnip chills you out, but does it chill you out to the point where 
you don't know what you were just saying or what you were even concerned about. Um, and I know that catnip doesn't have the same effect on me that it does on other cats. So I don't, I don't know. It just has me a little concerned. You know what I mean? Like that, that she, that Morgan, Morgan's moms might be growing some really cush catnip that is on the stronger side, you know? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <coughs> well, what, what, what were we talking about? Well, I guess you just disproved my theory. Uh, so, okay. Um, what do you think, Maggie? Now, see what? What really stuck out to me because I do not, I, I cannot relate about the catnip because. I do not, it does nothing to me, and there is nothing comparable that I have found, though I don't know, a good belly rub makes me forget whatever was going on, so maybe it's kind of like that, but I do have to say that what stuck out to me and what resonated with me is that pesky six o'clock, and I think pets everywhere understand that and i don't i don't know what it means it seems very elusive to six o'clock and my owners seem to act like it happens at the same time the same every day but if that is true then why am i hungry hmm i don't know why am i not being fed right now when i want it because doggo's tummy is rumbly Mm-hmm. Hello. It's a very good point. I will say Tom and I are pretty lucky because Cat Lady yep. free feeds us, so she just like puts makes sure that there's always food in the bowl because nibble here, nibble there. We both have pretty good self control, and when Tom doesn't, I just knock him around a bit. But I do like first thing in the morning if the bowl, mm-hmm, yeah, just kind of graze, but. You know, sometimes I can see the bottom of the bowl and that is not okay because that worries me that the bowl is going to empty before I can eat my fill. So I always make sure to let Cat Lady know, hey, hey, girl, you need to fill this bowl back up because it's showing the bottom now and I don't like that. So, you know, that that is a thing. But I... I feel that pain because I know that a lot of critters have to wait till six o'clock for their owners to, ooh, gross. Oh, I can't believe I just used that awful term. Oh, yeah. No, we don't use that word. I can't believe that other critters have to wait until six o'clock for their people to feed them. I agree. If I could give Morgan any sort of actual advice here's what you got to do though make sure you know what they're putting your shit in the cage put their shit in the cage put it somewhere they can't reach and they'll change their tune pretty quick and they'll understand retaliation 
That's what I think should happen. Mm. Tom, I like the way you think. I'm going to take it a step further and use some of our advice that we gave to Snowflake Crews. Get yourself some Legos. If you want to express your displeasure, leave some Legos out where bare human feet are going to step on them. That's just, you know, we, we use the, we use the tools and weapons that we have at hand. Right. And I think that that would be good, but I also. Exactly. Morgan, I want you to think about the beauty of anticipation. Patient. Like. Tim Curry, like Tim Curry said, anticipation. And I think that you should just know that the catnip is coming. And when it gets to you, it's going to be so damn good that you forget your own name. So, yeah, just just remember that it's on the way. And, and you'll get some. Allie, I don't remember my own name. Your name is I'm a bitch. Hi, I'm a bitch. Hi, I'm a, I'm a bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. But we, we like to call you Tom. Oh, cool. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. Tom... Tom is your nickname. Tom is your like everyday nickname. Gotcha. Tom is short for I'm a bitch. Can we give any of this to Maggie? I really want Maggie to experience this. Does it work the same on dogs? No, I don't think so. Hmm. That's so sad. Maybe if we got her some belly rubs, though. (gasps) She could experience. We we could do that for sure. I do love belly rubs. They're the best. We'll get you. We'll get you some belly rubs. Mm-hmm. We'll get you some belly rubs going. Oh yeah. Well, is there anything else that we want to say to Morrigan, Maggie? I don't know. I think that maybe you could try talking and communicating better with your mamas and say that. That you you don't like having it in a cage. You're worried you'll go in a cage, and that they should have it to where everyone can enjoy it. And you know, or you could wait, like Ali said, but that's not as fun. So maybe you could plan like a kitty heist and break into the cage and be like meow 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 meow. Ooh. And then if that doesn't work, then you can just go back to waiting. <laughs> but what if it's in the cage to protect it from other cats? Oh. Mhm. Mhm. Put it yeah, in a so cage. So the other kitties can't steal your stash. Yeah. I feel like that might be part of the story and that we need to let Morrigan know that you need to appreciate what your moms are doing for you, dear. That's just, you know, they're, they're just putting it 
they're just putting that cage around it to protect it so that you get more later. So even though it sucks right now, you're going to get some later. Mm-hmm. I also really, really want Morgan's moms to teach cat lady or thing or two because I think it would be really cool if we had a live catnip plant. Not that I would really use it much, but I'm a bitch here could really benefit. I didn't catch a lot of that. Oh, sorry. I was saying that you are very wise in your advice and that your copious use of catnip has not affected your judgment whatsoever. Do you get that? I agree. I agree. Yeah. That that one that one I did get. I got that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, should we wrap things up, podcasters? What were we talking about? We were talking about how I am the coolest cat and Maggie is the HBIC. And you're just along for the ride to benefit from all this great feminine energy. Yeah. Maggie, do you wanna do you wanna tell listeners where they can find us online? So you know that you can follow us on to Instagram at podcatsters. And the link is always going to be in the show notes. You can get behind the scenes of me, Maggie, doing things, as well as Allie and Tomcat and uh, some other kitties, which Allie will tell you about. Yes, you can also follow Positive Karma on Instagram and the link will be in the show notes and you can also find them through our Instagram bio. And you are able to call in or email your problems to the podcasters. That's P-O-D-C-A-T-S-T-E-R-S at gmail.com, podcasters at gmail.com with any of your questions or problems, because the only acceptable cat call is to the podcasters. That's right. You know, Tom, I'm really impressed that you managed to spell that with all the catnip that you did tonight, but cool. I don't know what you mean. And you can check out our merch on Redbubble. And, you know, there's some very, very fine models, yours truly included, on the merch that you can buy. And again, that's on Redbubble. And you can find that link also in the show notes. Thank you, Maggie. You you undersell your stuff. You are a gorgeous model. And... Last but not least, listeners, we are a new podcast, and it would be so helpful if you could tell your friends and or enemies about us, and to help spread the word, it helps us out if you leave us a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice, and when you do so, Tomcat will read that review back to you in his very best only felines voice. Like so. Because we because we talked about it momentarily, I want to reiterate to our listeners that there is no substitute or catnip-like substance to give to your dog. 
And on the off chance, if you were considering giving your dog marijuana, I'm going to read this article, Dangerous Effects of Cannabis and Marijuana in Dogs. Even though cannabis and marijuana are now legal in Canada for recreational use, there are certain places and areas in which smoking is inappropriate and it can be harmful to others, including ingestion by a canine. Find a vet immediately if your dog ingests any sort of marijuana. It can cause depression, bouts of vomiting, diarrhea, increased urination, loss of coordination, tremors, and these are all bad things. As much fun as it would be to get stoned with your dog, don't do it. Hey, Charles, you want some of this? Just kidding. Fuck off, Charles. <laughs> JK, you don't get that. for you.